there's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Am I not compound the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you ask him this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Look a man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. What is going on, BW Sports One World? It is him again. It's the one. It is I again. I'm the ass. Together, we are Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard's got you cooked up for all of your small business loan and banking needs. Check him out. 317-417-8582 or email him, john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com and our rock star realtor himself. Mr. Sean Nugent, buying or selling at home. Get with Sean over at Talk to Tucker. That's right, Sean.nugent at talktotucker.com or call him 317-503-8322. Damon, what is going on? I have one of the last few Taco Bell plastic Pepsi cups from the 90s, baby. Check it out. That I, is how old, old you cup. are because in the 90s, I could, I, well, I could, I was out way out of the sippy cup, but man. <laughs> yeah. wow. No, man. Yeah. Awesome. I'm good. I'm happy. You're feeling good. good. I thought we had a good show last oh, night. Yeah. Long, long time since we were together just by ourselves, even though I love yep. having guests. I love it yep. when we get to have a little bit more fun. So, uh, and then I'm really excited. You've actually had a pretty busy day today, and it's not yep. yet finished yet. It's not. Why? It's not because tonight, folks, we have our good friend, the mayhem man himself from the southern part of, well, I should say southern India. I'm sorry. God, I messed it all up for you, didn't terrible. I? Terrible. That was terrible. Rewind. All right, tonight, folks. Yeah, you like that? Tonight, folks, we have the man from what? What? Northwestern Kentucky, right across the border from Evansville. He's around the Henderson area, and he has been busy over the past couple weeks. He flew to the apex of the UFC in Las Vegas over the well last week, and over apex the weekend, top. apex means top. Yeah, finally, I'm gonna say that again. Finally, the man is in the UFC. And Finally. There you go. I was waiting for The Rock to come out. And he did what he should have done and what we knew he was going to do in his debut. That's right, Mr. Nathan Mayhem Manis. What is going on, man? Uh, man, everything's good. Can't complain. How you guys doing? 
Oh, we are good. We are talking to the balls of steel himself. God, man. I mean, first with your present, <laughs> oh, exalted UFC undefeated fighter. And there's a. Uh, there was actually a comment on Reddit that said uh, the chin on Nathan Manus's balls is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're not. Let's not start there, okay? Let's. Okay, where, did you, where did you learn that ball defense skill? God, you didn't. Well, man, I don't know. <laughs> the look to the ref was like, "Come on, dude." I Help me seen out a little it. bit. Help me out. So let's let's take us back. Nathan, take us back to – so we talked a couple weeks ago when you just signed the fight. That was with, uh, with Ray Borg, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Undisclosed reasons why the man pulls out. Supposedly, I think you have said that he kind of had a little track record of that. Am I right? Yeah, I think he's uh, got the record for the most pullouts in the UFC. Uh, I couldn't tell you the exact number. He has no UFC babies then, does he? (laughs) (laughs) So then you get Johnny Munoz. And at that moment, how did your training camp change or did it at all? Uh, I found out that uh, Johnny Munoz was in – I think it was like nine o'clock Thursday night, which I weighed in Friday morning. Um, I was actually getting ready to go to the sauna to sweat off my last couple of pounds. I was at 140, you know, just setting. So uh, four pounds ain't nothing, man. The next hour or two, I would have been on weight at 35. Uh, I got the call that Borg was out. We had two or three minutes to decide if we we're going to take this fight or not. Up at 145, uh, undefeated opponent, 10 and 0, uh, king of the cage champion. World champion black belt in jiu-jitsu, my size, my length, everything kind of changed a little bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, fighters fight. I was there to get paid. I was there to get me a win, and uh, we ended up doing both. So you got to take the fight. And I can't disagree with you more. Damon looks like he's got something to say. I'm going to let him go. Hey, um, I know in basketball, you know, it, it sometimes you do get last minute. You, you don't rarely get last minute opponents. But in the, um, say, three-on-three or some type of pickup ball, you kind of got to make quick adjustments like that. I feel that if you're a fighter, if you're true to your style, you really shouldn't have to make too many adjustments. I mean, it's like Mm -hmm. if you believe in yourself, I mean, granted, you have to look at tendencies of another fighter. But, I mean, if I'm me, you know what I mean, I'm going to walk out and do what I do. I either win or lose with what I do. So I don't really feel, me personally, I could be completely wrong on this. He's great, great. Yeah, he was great. Hit me and kick me, and I just can't go do nothing about it. (laughs) Yeah, there's a a lot of different styles. I I get where you're coming from for sure. Uh, My gym is real heavy on game planning. Uh, I don't know if that's helped us or hurt us throughout the years, but uh, it's been our kind of go-to. We like to plan. We like to prepare. Uh, we chess, not checkers. You know what I mean? We're not in there just fist fighting like we're on the streets. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. But uh, luckily for me, uh, Ray Borg was going to try to take me down. We all knew that. Munoz wanted to take me down and get it to the ground. So nothing really changed for me. So I was lucky when it came to that. So with you fighting and a 10-0 fighter, 
you know, a guy that's established, somebody who's been there, has been there, done it in the UFC. Now, with you coming in, this being your first fight against a guy who's that got that kind of track record, does that kind of, you know, change the path that, that Mr. White might have for you? Does that give you a quicker path to, you know, some bigger fights, maybe some fight island or maybe some belt fights faster than it would have been if you fought the other guy? Yeah, from what I've read, you know, I do a little research online and see just what everyone's talking about, this and that. Uh, I think from what I can understand, everybody can understand me getting a uh, uh, up-and-coming guy, you know, someone that's just entering just like I am. And uh, I've read where some would be cool with me fighting Ray Borg or another big name. They can see it going both ways. So uh, I'm ready for either one, man. Uh, you know, fighting's fighting for me. I'm here to finish out this contract, cash some checks, get a bigger contract, get mm -hmm. some Ws. The name is just a name, and I think I proved that when Borg went out and Munoz stepped in. He's just the next face, another name. The result's going to be the same. So how did it feel? That's the T-shirt. The there you go. There you go. So how did it feel when you get your hand raised, you know, you walk out, you go to the back, you're getting your tape back off, you're doing all the post-fight stuff. You get done with all the post-fight interviews and whatnot. You get back to your hotel. You're sitting there. How did you feel? Uh, as far as uh, the win inside the cage, man, uh, I don't know if it was because there was no audience. Uh, you know, it was, it was a little different. kind of just felt like a fight. Uh, I had no more nerves than I, I usually have. Um, everything felt pretty normal in there. You know what I mean? We came back. We hit a couple of interviews. TKO in Canada, I think, prepared me for a lot of the things that the UFC offered. I'd done photo shoots before. I'd done press conferences. I'd done uh, quite a bit of media. Uh, we were on UFC Fight Pass. I was used to the kind of eyes being honest. You know what I mean? Everything felt pretty normal as far as that goes. Uh, sitting in the hotel, we're, we're just sitting there. And uh, I kind of look at the guys, and, uh, man, we just won our first UFC fight. We've, we've come a long way from uh, the hook-and-shoot days and uh, <laughs> you know, some of the local shows. You know what I mean? We've, we're here, man. There, there's nothing more. We're at the top. Yeah. So we're going to get the elephant out of the room right now. First round, not once, but twice, back to back to the groin area. And as you said, first no, time ever. No, we're not going to say groin area. Okay. Oh, knocked him in his nuts. Okay. <laughs> not once, but twice in a matter of, I don't, like, literally – Maybe 90 seconds, if that. Yeah, man. Like uh, like I said, I mean, uh, I've been fighting for 10 and a half years. I've never taken a shot in an actual fight. Uh, which, what's crazy is that I just bought a new cup for this fight specifically. So I'm thinking <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it was reinforced. It was well put together. It, uh, it helped me out a little bit. But uh, There you go. Yeah, man. It was different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something you had to push through. Uh, I think he hit me a couple times in the second round, and I, I could see him kind of squatting down and, and trying to catch his breath a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's what kind of helped me push through, man. This guy's trying to rest. And, right. uh, you know, I wasn't tired. I had two more rounds in me for sure. I think you can see me in between. I didn't want to sit down in between rounds, and my mm -hmm. corner was making me sit down. I was ready to go, and I didn't want him taking that break. So uh, that's, that's kind of what helped me push through it, man. It's just pain. You just got to go and do it. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad because at the end of the first round, he ends up having – uh, top control. He's kind of, you know, doing what he can. 
The ref looks like at a couple moments in there, he's getting ready to stop it. And I'm like, oh, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then the bell rings. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and then it was like, okay, I got my first round in. Now it's go time. Because that's what it seemed like once you hit round two, your whole, not your game plan didn't change, but your, I don't know, the, the vibe that you gave off at least watching you on TV inside that cage was just one that kind of bumped up a little, uh, just a notch, just enough to be like, okay, there it is. Now it's time to roll. Yeah. We got a feel for him. Uh, we got into a little scramble and he ended up getting my back, kind of put me in a bad spot. Uh, he ended up getting the takedown. I, I have nothing bad to say about him on the ground, man. He's really high level. Uh, he's really good. He had really good down pressure. He done everything that he was supposed to do. He didn't make any mistakes. Uh, as you can see, my face is clean. There's no bruises, no cuts. Uh, everything he landed, I got a couple knots on the back of my head. Other than that, I, I jumped right hmm. back up. What's great. that telling you? Not only did you <laughs> take low blows, you took back head blows. Right. Rabbit punches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt fine, man. Uh, I jumped right back up. I knew the time was, was winding down. I could hear the clapper. There was no point in me trying to shrimp out and taking like a hard elbow or something like that, man. I covered up protecting myself. And uh, after that round, the stat show, I defended 14 out of 15 shots. Uh, so, I mean, I, I felt pretty good in there. All right. So I got one for you. Um, That's why I was waiting. <laughs> on. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if this was an advantage for you and a dis or a, more of an advantage for you or, more of a disadvantage for him being that you were coming out of the the smaller market. I'm not really sure how big TKO's audiences were when you were up in Canada, but I was some of the fights around here that you were, you know, involved in that some of the Dan had put on, you know, wasn't, wasn't that big of a crowd. You know what I mean? I think going into the apex being no fans, was that more of an advantage for you because you were used to that? And you and the bright lights. I think what gets people is right away you walk into the bright lights and you got you know 17, you know, 12, 15,000 people just you know, all the lights is hot, it's pressure, they're breathing on you. This guy wants to kick your ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know, did that play a part in it? Uh, yeah, it could have. Uh, me and Josh Stanley, uh, he fought for hook and shoot. I don't know if you remember him or not. Me and him were having this conversation the other night. He's one of those guys that really feed off the crowd that uh, it gets him going. He's an uh, in-cage performer. You know, it gets him hyped up. I like to win. Uh, if we're fighting right here in my living room, I'm just as hyped as I'm going to be in front of 10,000 people. Uh, I think that might have – I don't know how he reacts, you know, who he is as a person, what gets him going. But uh, for me, I'm there to win regardless if anybody ever sees it ever. I just wanted to know that between me and you, you know that I won. So, I mean, I, I feel good. No audience, audience, you know, I get myself hyped up. I like it. I like it. God. I like it. It almost makes me want to get back in the cage. No, no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> My wife would kill me if I said, baby, think I'm going to do it one more time. She'd be like, well, there's the door. I'll kill you. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I'm way um, too fat and broke down now. So, so do you know when your next fight is going to be? Uh, I talked to my manager last night. We're going to email the UFC this weekend. Uh, we're shooting for late September, something like that. 
actually a full camp man goes a long way. So uh, we're shooting early September, early October. We'll be ready. Yeah. So I want to, I want to kind of feed on what you just said. So I listened to your post fight interview. You know, you said something about nine days in the gym, you know, did you, you obviously didn't feel the, the, there was no, there was no back down. I don't, I don't want to say back down, but God, I'm lost for words here. No fatigue problems. I'm sorry. No really fatigue problems, at least shown to us. You know, you didn't look tired at all. Um, how much better and what type of mayhem will you really bring in this next fight with a full fight camp? Yeah, I feel like my cardio was there. Uh, I know I could have pushed it for two more rounds. I think more than anything, it's going to be my sharpness. Uh, I think I could have – there was a couple of shots where I just missed. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, that inch, it's a game of inches, you know what I mean? Uh, either you're a second late or you're right on time, and that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, I think just a, a sharpness. Um, other than that, man, you know, I'm going to push the pace. I'm Did you see him just pace. do that? That was like a – I seen you just do that. You're like, damn, that's so quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. There's at least three shots that I just barely missed on where I put yeah. some some stuff into it, and I think it could have changed the fight. But uh, you know, you do the best you can, man. Uh, I know I belong here. I know I can compete with any of these guys. And uh, on a full cam, that's I'm just wanting what everybody else has always had. You know. Yeah, yeah. But who are you, who are you gunning for? I'm trying to get Cody Durden. He's uh from Atlanta, American Top Team. I've tried to fight him a couple times locally. It's never panned out for whatever reason. I've always been down, but I don't want to put too much on him. He seems like a nice guy, nothing personal. Uh, he just came in and fought on the same card. I know we had the same amount of time to train. We're same schedule as far as, you know, we're probably resting this week. I'm resting this week. And, uh, you know, make makes sense. And if they want to give me a name, that sounds cool too. You know, uh, this is somebody I'd like to fight and that I've tried to fight. Good deal. Well, I'm down regardless. I I am on team. I wish it was praying mantis because that was awesome. <laughs> we, okay, so we were talking about this last night on the show. It's like, man, it would it, it would sound so cool if it was praying mantis, and you know, it's like, ah, oh, man, that's that's hip. That, 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 you know, but then we were like, I like, nah. I like it. It's not bad. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can always. Oh, oh, to it if you need to. And, and, okay. And we, can't over, we can't overshoot that praying mantis are some vicious ass. Uh, oh, yeah. See what they did to these <laughs> murder hornets? <laughs> I've seen murder. some videos, man. They're killers. Hey, <laughs> hey, killers. You, know what they, you know what the women do? I can imagine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the women praying mantis, seriously, after sexual intercourse, they bite and tear off the head of the man of the male. Yeah. <laughs> That's not surprising. <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> One hitter quitter. Hey. <laughs> you see, you gotta imagine praying mantis are all virgins until that one time, because after that one time, they're dead. Man, death death is not the worst thing that can happen to a man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> At that point, it is. That comes from a guy that's been hitting the ball seven times in 15 minutes. <laughs> Just saying. Right, right. Uh, Damon, oh, um, oh, uh, I know you got something. I mean, did, uh, I mean, did they treat you well over in Vegas? You know what I mean? This is not, you know, Dan putting on a promotion and bringing <laughs> you up from uh, northern Kentucky where you're staying, you know what I mean, at the – 
at the the convenient end. You know what I mean? It's UFC. <laughs> I mean, you should have had a big room. Some did they treat you well? Yeah, man, everything was great. Uh, you know, we were quarantined to the room, so we couldn't get out very much. But we had a two bedroom. Uh, we had a living room, a kitchen, uh, you know, basically a house. Uh, as far as that goes, Reebok gave us five or six hundred dollars worth of uh, gear. You know, they took care of us. We had our fight kits. Uh, I, I was on with the uh, UFC trifecta nutritionist. They had me three cooked meals every morning that I picked up. So I didn't have to worry about groceries or cooking my own meals. Took care of me. You know, good nutrition to help me make weight. Everything was great, man. I have no complaints at all. Nice. Nice. So what was the worst? For the perks. Yeah. You know, that, you know what? You're not good enough to fight just for the perks because the perks wouldn't be worth it for your old ass, okay? Hey, bro, <laughs> I will be entertaining. You were like 12 <laughs> seconds. That's all you need. Type the boys out here. That's all you need. Bob's not put a dude out in four seconds. Yeah, well. <laughs> Twelve seconds of awesomeness. Nah, well, I'm not gonna lie, you know. Um, Nate, I put a little bit of money on you. You no, want money? Hell yeah, I did. I did good. I did good. I'm cheap. I had ten minutes or ten dollars already in there, so I used that and I won double. So I doubled it. Anytime I could double money is a good thing. I didn't make the type of money you did off the fight. Right. <laughs> but, Damon, do you got anything else for this future UFC champion? I'm saying it right here. I don't care what anybody else says. And I know I was really hoping we were going to be the first post-fight interview that you had. <laughs> it was so close. It's all right. I won't hold it against you. I, I seen your message, man. I already had a couple of books. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Try, well, trying to knock him out all this week. <laughs> there you go. Hey, which well, as long as we know that we have a standing booking after every fight. I'm not going to say every victory because every fight is a victory. So after yes, every sir. fight, we have a standing booking. But before and after, man, you guys are always welcome. I got time for sure. Bam, there we go. I'm not we're not going to cut into your weight cutting like three, two days before the fight because that right. was rude as hell. Because I know that those those like three days suck. Yeah, so man. Tough, we won't dude. do that to you. We'll do it like at least a week. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I got you there. I'm I'm happy about it. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, Nathan, why don't you tell everybody where to follow you at, uh, get all the happenings on your new on your new uh, journey with the UFC and, you know, any shout-outs you want to give out. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Before yeah. we get that, have, they you, have they thrown you a parade yet? Not yet, man. Uh, I think my coach has talked to the mayor about something, maybe getting a sign into the uh, the city, though. Uh, hey, you Manus, you know? I don't know. We need a I'm hoping that goes through. <laughs> we need I'm a home stack or something. If you get a key to Henderson, Kentucky, you tell us <laughs> that we will come down there and do a show live in person with you. That right, sounds work, good, bro, man. Bro. I'll let them know. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Nathan, what do you got? The, the, the room is yours. All right, man. Yeah, you can follow me at Nathan Manus on uh, Facebook. Uh, Nate Mayhem Manus on Instagram, Mayhem Manus One on Snapchat. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank God. Without him, none of this is possible, man. I, I'm blessed. Uh, I want to thank my wife, my family, my friends, all my supporters. 
I got a few sponsors I'd like to mention. Being in Construction, Max Custom Completions, Baker Chiropractic, Ape Ethics, which I'm wearing my Ape Ethics shirt, man. Shout out. Sweeps Apparel, Great North Supplements, Team Chad Lynn, Merle Painting, Eminem Residential Services, Chris Skagg, Expressway Credit Connection, Will Landscapes, Nachos Grill, and Kirshner Building Centers. Man, I appreciate all you guys. Thank you. You forgot one. <laughs> What's uh, 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 black and, black and white sports. Bam! Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it's a little different type of sponsorship we got going on. <laughs> We'll work out the kinks, you know, eventually. Hi, right. sounds good, man. <laughs> Damon, do you have anything else for this wonderful fellow here? Hey, I'm impressed with your drive. I'm impressed with your work ethic. I'm impressed with your tenacity. And I, hey, man, I'm fan. I'm behind you. You got my support. Championship. Let's go get it. Oh, Nathan, I'm just going to tell you right now, getting that guy's support. It's sometimes hard as hell, so you feel lucky. Hey, man, you got I, I am one support. Blessed. I feel it more now than ever. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Nathan, thank you again for coming on with us. We look forward to talking to you more. Um, let us know when you sign that fight, you know, so we can post it out for you and then get some stuff lined up for you. If you need any help, uh, marketing anything you let us know and you know our pages can be yours as well all right sounds good man i'll do that thank you right on guy have a good one you too that was nathan mayhem manis he is the future of the ufc i'm telling you i said it before i said it before the the I said it before the the sign the the signature on the ufc was ever even mentioned. I said it for years. You know? Mm -hmm. Give myself oh, a proud. Proud. I didn't do a damn thing. I didn't do, do a, a damn, damn thing <laughs> but cheer him on. But you know what? God, man, that dude. That dude's going places. Hey, I'm a fan, man. I love it. And I, I liked it. I mean, next time, I guess I'm just going to have to break down to get this freaking ESPN plus man one I was kind of pissed off because I wanted to see Tiger this morning and these rounds the rounds are on ESPN plus and I am oh. angry they're not even showing them on the golf channel I am angry angry it is not good when you get a black man angry and that folks is the message for tonight that's right you know us. We are here live every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. That guy right there is the one. This guy right here is the ass. This like an Egyptian. Walk like an Egyptian. Black and white sports powered by First sure, Financial Bank. Nope. Yeah. Don't do that again. I remember the I remember the 80s video on MTV when they actually showed videos, music videos. That's right. Black and white sports powered by First Financial Bank. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard helps you with all of your banking needs, specializing in small business loans. 317-417-8582 or email him john.buzzard at bank at first 
Realtor.com and our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. That's right. Mm. Buying, selling your mm. home, mm. looking for a new forever mm. home. Mm. Sean will help you. Talk to Sean at Sean.Nugent at TalkToTucker.com or call him 317-503-8322. Damon, Couch Talk. It's hey, fun. I want to throw a shout out for our rock star realtor. Uh, Sean Nugent, I want to throw a shout out to his daughter, Elena Nugent, and the Mount Vernon Lady Mountaineer golf team that started off 2-0 and and Elena's killing the scene. Look out for her. You might catch that name in about seven, eight years on the PGA, the LPGA Tour. Nice. Hey, I'm off for the weekend. I'm hitting the links tomorrow morning bright and early, 7.30 down at Legends in Franklin. I can't wait. I've never played there. I'm ready to send the white ball flying. I got to go to a viewing. Well, damn, you make my, I just, you know, never mind. Hey, you know what? You will be said to be good vibes. Good, 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 good vibrations. And as always, Damon, tell them what do we do? Well, we try and we mostly succeed to keep Andy sporty. Pew, pew. Thanks.